You're going to have to give me the green bean. Click and hold on my name. And then add mod. And that's all you got to do. Hello, hello. Fire Army Fridays at the Clubhouse. Let's welcome, 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 go. everybody. Today we are talking about Web3 and all things in between. But first, let's get the room some action first. Adding up some topics there. Just got done, done, finished sharing the room out, put up some topics, children, listen to music, let some people file in for about three more minutes, Jade, what do you think? Yeah, that sounds good, let's get some people in. Hello, hello, welcome, welcome. I cannot believe I did not have Dread as a friend yet. My apologies, sir. Welcome. Gonna start here in about one minute. We'll do some quick talking for about 10 minutes or so. Just get bring up kind of the topic of the room and specifically what we're looking to talk about. And then we'll bring you all up to, to feel free to share some thoughts and what works in Web3 for you, where you're at right now. 
So happy you joined us. Thank you. Web3. What is Web3? I mean, it's technically right now Web 2.5, as some of us more novice people know. <laughs> but Web3 as a whole, it's about putting the power back into the hands of the people. Plain and simple. You take that power from big tech and you put it into the user's hands. The best way that I myself can actually summarize what we're experiencing right now and the transitioning changes with the internet. But with that, it's it's kind of like the internet as a whole, as we once knew it and where it could potentially go, the internet of things. Now with Web3, we'll never really be what we were used to because now it's going into blockchains, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, showing different forms of ownership for the creator and for that creator to have 100% rights over their intellectual property and brand. But not just that, their creation, their mechanism, their technology. We're at the dawning era of that and we're early. So we get to see all of these different things on the horizon come to be right now while we're all learning what it is and building it together. So when we think about that and some of the tools and platforms and different things we use, that's pretty much what we wanted to talk about today here in the clubhouse and just kind of go over what does Web3 look like and what can you do on Web3 and how does it serve you? And I hope you guys can stay tuned, come up, please feel free to speak, and let's hash it out today and get ourselves a good room going. Most definitely. Uh, just some of the, the big Web3 news that we have going on right now. Uh, we have uh, the, the top thing, the most recent thing that is on everybody's mind is that Ethereum merger. And it's one of those yeah. things that we wondered how that was going to affect people and wondered if it was going to be the, the Y2K of the cryptocurrency. And uh, it, it ended up being another no news. Oh, it just worked type of a situation. But the thing is, is that the, while the ETH merge is the first thing that's done, there's there's going to be a number of steps that happen after that. So it will be very interesting what, what happens moving on from there. Now... I know now that the panic is over about the ETH merge, now that it's happened and it's successfully blended into society, all that good stuff, people were talking about how the Ether future, tied to the staking yield, is a big thing that's coming out because of this merge. So you'll have people who will be able to sell that now as a feature. I already saw that even in my Coinbase wallet, that now I have wrapped Ether as an option, which is for me on the trader side, a much better investment than for me to just up and buy ETH because I don't use the ETH chain for a majority of my transactions or for my personal business. However, wrapped ETH is a promise that gives me the opportunity of making money and staking rewards. And I think that's where we're going to see a lot of these changes going soon with the way that the crypto market is sitting right now. But yeah, ETH is going to open up a lot of doors for something you wouldn't have been able to do before. Yeah, exactly, Jade. And that leads right into the discussion we're here and hoping to have today. And like, what are the elements in Web3 that you can readily incorporate into your business as it stands today? 
with crypto being so new and Web3 being so new, how can you make this something that you can springboard your business to success and, and being able to have, get more of a following, to have a further reach, and then also to give that extra uh, abilities and, and the other things that are out there in the Web3 that aren't available, like you said, with the decentralization. So what's one thing that you're looking at to bring to businesses like that, Jade? I think that a lot of people right now, just the main takeaway as a person who's been in the space for years, the main takeaway right now, everyone is now understanding what the NFT FOMO really did to our community. Not only did it make up many different avenues for criminals to come in and exploit things and to steal from hardworking people, but it's also the fact that that whole trend showed us what a JPEG without utility can cause. It causes more harm than it did good because we had rug after rug after rug, project after project, coming with a lot of promises, bringing large investors into the space and setting standards for Web2 corporations. And these people aren't even here anymore to be responsible to answer for any of their crimes, let alone the integrity that they took out of the community as a whole. So my big, big thing I would love to just highlight, NFT utility was number one. Once you saw people noticing the NFT doesn't do anything, why is it here? What purpose is it serving? Why am I buying expensive JPEGs? Because there was a clear spark between the criminals and those who have been working their tenure, slowly building their project and giving their project value. But we had to go back as creators and make that part clear. Hey, an NFT can carry value if you give it value. You can give it value this many different ways. It doesn't just have to be the standard that you got introduced to it. It can also mean this. And once that happened, you can then clear the see, see the clear divide between the projects that were successful and were actually worried about the benefit for the community as a whole and the projects that were just trying to steal. So I definitely think that that right there is a big, hey, let's pay attention to this. And how are you going to use that avenue in Web3 differently than those people did before while we are dealing with the market transitions and changes? Spot on, Jade. Great insight there. Welcome to the room, Raw. Great to see you, sir. And we'll be bringing you up momentarily as soon as we just cover some of the first topics here. And we're just discussing how the ETH merge had its large impact and maybe that's just what corporations were waiting for to join the cryptocurrency or web3 area and then also what is the use case for web3 right now and one of the keys is i think that nfts makes it most um makes it most kind of like the easiest entry for for corporations to have an easy in and you can relatively have a low cost but then also have a large impact for for a low risk and especially with the downturn in the bear market, it seems that there really isn't a need or worry for corporations that already have a, a, a an income stream that's very, very established. And for the people that did use NFTs in the wrong way, for those that were not patient, corporations are the opposite of that. They're going to be here. They're not going anywhere. And plus, there's also the already established rapport and they're trusted. So what are your thoughts on that? 
Well, Drew and Sproul, you both have the right to speak. Go ahead and let us know what's on your mind. Hello, this is Renee, Authentic Raw. Um, I actually, yeah, I, I totally agree with what you just said, Craig. Um, I think that they are, you know, they're coming in. They're, they are, well, I'll put it this way. I just read something yesterday that um, the large investment companies that we're familiar with, um, Fidelity, et cetera, so forth and so on, they're actually coming out with their own exchange. Um, and banding, it appears to be that a few of them are banding together to create one exchange, which is crazy to me. So these, these corporations, they are coming in, you know, they're going to come in. Why would they not? You know, if I was a, if I was a leader of a corporation, why would I not be coming into this space? Um, now the question becomes what, how are they going to create the balance of, you know, creators people who are um having ownership of what it is that they're putting out there like what is that balance i think that's the major question that is going to be um decided within you know the next year or so um and that's what we have to pay pay attention to because there's so many different avenues that can be taken with this um but nobody knows exactly what is going to look like i think we're just so early on on you know in in the integration of web3 that um i mean it's exciting but it's also there's so many unknowns um so we just have to cautiously move forward one step at a time um yeah i'm renee thank you for letting me share renee i agree 100 percent with you the in I guess that's why I'm making the journey I'm making is because I just want to remind everyone what you have. You have Web3. It is whatever we say it is. You have to produce a sound product, a product so sound that it proves the standard. That's it. And a lot of us came into the space and we let those people who were crooks, rugs, didn't know what they were doing. They set the standard. We have to reset what that standard is so that when these people who are Web 2 are coming into Web 3, they know what our standards are for the thing we are creating. They're buying their way in. It's a difference. And that's all, you know, for me is when Web 2 people saw what those guys were able to get away with, they're like, oh, well, we could do that tenfold. We have millions. Don't let these guys come in here and throw millions at a problem that a small group of people created. We just have to stand up as the leaders in this community and claim what those standards are by producing wonderful projects. Yeah, I also think that that brings a great point that most people that worked in the NFT and Web3 space to begin with, most of those people were bootstrapping and they were running their NFT projects just to get some sort of income to be able to actually do what they wanted to. I mean, Gary shared about that exact thing, but that just brings me to, you don't even have to be a huge corporation to actually create and build a, a large presence or all of a sudden become a large influence on the Web3 space. I think that, I mean, even like successful small businesses or, or smaller medium-sized businesses would be, this is the time that they should really be looking at and jumping on this because the cost is really low right now. And if they're already established, they don't have to worry about the small risk either. So I think that that might be a, a bit of a miss on the business industry right now if they're not looking into it. I think to, um, you know, just 
building on what kind of um, um, Jade was just mentioning is that, you know, we are in that early phase, you know, um, where it's like we're like in the innovation, even like in between the innovation and the early adopters kind of phase. Um, I was I was I, I did a research on this last week. Um, to see where is it exactly that we're at. And the majority of the consensus is basically that we are, you know, not even reaching the um, um, pre-adopters phase as of yet with this whole Web3 and everything. Um, But it is going to transform. Like right now is the wild, wild west, basically. Um, And I think that, you know, there are going to be, you know, as in any industry when, you know, the internet first started and people started, you know, clicking on the internet, there was people who took opportunities to scam people. That's just going to be part of, you know, any industry. There's always going to be scammers out there. Now, the amount of scammers, obviously, over time, we would hope that that reduces itself, but they're always going to be out there. I think that, you know, um, what Jade said is a valid point. Those of those those of us who are legitimately trying to make a difference and really be inclusive of bringing in the community to empower um, others and to empower ourselves um, have to set the standards and have to speak up and you know we have to kind of be loud a little bit um, so people can pay attention because most people what do they pay attention to? They pay attention to the negativity. So we have to put a new story out there, um, a new truth out there that speaks to the legitimacy of um, the work that is actually being done. And I think the big key to it is being transparent in what we're developing, what we're creating, um, what's the process that you're taking. Um, you know, if you don't know it all, let people know, hey, I don't know it all, what, you know, exactly where this is going to be heading. Um, and um, I think a big part of it is, a big part too, is I was having a discussion on um, the, the term community, because uh, it's being thrown around really, really, really quickly. Um, all over the place, the term community is being um, thrown around. But what is a community in this space? How do we define that? It's going to be completely different for every single person. You know, some people, there's people out there who are saying, you know, calling themselves, oh, yeah, we have a community. But what are you, you know, for me, my definition of a community is that we are empowering each other to be successful in whatever it is that we're doing. You know, we may not have all the answers, but we are being supportive of each other. You know, we are, you know, giving insight where, you know, hey, here's a tool, there's a tool, you know, we have a tool, we created a tool together. Um, but that's that's community to me. And really defining exactly having that standard, like Jade was saying, is um, having a standard of a minimum of what is community. Because there, I, there, there are just so many people out there who are jumping on to this whole community idea, taking advantage of people, um, and, you know, people are willing at this moment, because we're so early in this, you know, um, integration of this, of this technology, that people are willing to risk money, not knowing exactly what's going to be the outcome, what is going to see, succeed or not succeed. And that's why we have so many um, scammers out there, because it's a ripe time to go ahead and take advantage of people, because people are not exactly sure of, you know, um, 
what are the dynamics and what is the potential and exactly how does all of this work? You know, every day I'm learning something completely different. Um, and I've been studying this for literally a year now, a year now. Um, and it's like, it's just changing so quickly. It's being redefined. Um, I mean, and I, I also go back to the fact that, you know, it is extremely exciting. It's adventurous and that's, you know, just the way that I am. Um, but we do have to speak out, you know, join spaces, you know, unite and have, you know, kind of a way to, to set that, set that standard. So yeah, I'm Renee. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Renee. That is a beautiful sentiment. And I mean, you hit it on the head. Making sure that we set those standards in this space is going to be the biggest deterrent to these criminals so that they are not tearing down the thing while we're building it. So I want you guys to stay tuned for a few minutes. I'm going to have a news topic coming up and reset the floor. Now, if you want a funny conversation about criminals, I will give you the quickest article I can find on Adam Newman. But if you want to talk about criminals within our government, then I'm going to refer you to the latest legislation introduced by President Biden. The reason I bring that up today is because we all have heard the energy topic when it comes to cryptocurrencies and NFTs. Meaning, the argument is always that NFTs and cryptos consume too much energy. How that is proven to them, we still do not have any answers on. What we have proven to ourselves is that what they said was a big fat lie and energy used to mine and create crypto as a very small fragmented amount compared to what the average household citizen in America would burn between the hours of 2 and 8 at the thermal count of 0 0.13. We did the math. That's how sure we were. So for the fact today, President Biden and the White House dropped framework on regulating crypto because of its energy consumption, I find to be a little well-timed. I find it to be a little well-timed seeing as we're dealing with the war. I find it to be a little well-timed as in right before that war, $17 billion in Bitcoin had been recovered by this same administration. And then we sent $456 million overseas. I find it too well-timed. So I am wondering why they're so interested in the crypto regulation right now in the U.S. And maybe that's why. But they claim it's a crackdown on fraud in the digital asset space. So the new guidelines follow an executive order from March on when President Joe called on the federal agencies to examine the risk and benefits of cryptocurrency. They have brought the energy use back into discussion. Now, I'm going to say this as I am a firm believer of this space. We are talking about a new digital dollar, right? What I'm watching right now is a bunch of children fighting over that dollar. That's how I feel. 
Because at the end of the day, none of them actually made any of it. They didn't make the blockchain. They didn't make the cryptocurrency. They didn't even make the code. So how it is they feel that they could regulate it, I'm still mystified by that. And I'm also mystified by it when the regulation who is, I'm sorry, the regulating authority who claims to enforce the regulation they themselves in a legal entity sense was already questionable. As we all know, the IRS does not work for the United States federal government and is not owned by the United States federal government. So why are you so inquisitive as to what we're doing with our money? Because that is what it is. It's our money. And that's the problem. So I want you guys later on, make sure you follow, like, share, or follow me on Twitter. Check out my medium. Okay. I'm going to have these articles up on medium later so you could just read it yourselves because it's really a lot of malarkey but for someone who's in this space i know for a fact the majority of our at-home crypto miners have solar panel mining rigs so i'm going to turn the floor over to you guys tell me what your thoughts are craig renee dread hit the floor man it it really just seems like they're trying to make their first play on on bringing back the control of the cryptocurrency back to them. I can't think of anything aside really that. I mean, it's just, they're fine, they're fine. Oh, wait, there's money to be made? Oh, yeah, there was money lost. That's That's why we're coming in. Really, guys? Really? They just always have to have a way for that other income source, I feel. And that's just the main play, I feel, that's that's being done here. Oh, I was just going to say, I just find it, you know, it, it is, it's just fascinating to me right now what's occurring. Um, the, 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 um, seeing not only the United States um, government, but also other governments trying to grasp um, this whole concept and this whole idea, because what does it really mean? You know, what, what, it, what really is occurring? Um, with all of this, you know, with the blockchain and, you know, with um, decentralization and so forth and so on. Where is this leading us? You know, I think those are the questions that are being asked and nobody, nobody knows, you know, as us who are creators um, and are moving in this direction, we're also asking the same question. So I think, you know, everyone is trying to see how do they fit into this um, puzzle, you know? Um, but I think that, you know, I find it kind of hilarious that um, something that is supposed to be decentralized, um, it, governments are trying to come in and basically put some type of regulation on it um, and, and using the, 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 um, the facade, I would call it, of we have to protect the people, you know. Um, because it's, I don't know, I think there's a, there's a, this is the beginning of something. I think we're living in historical times and we don't even realize that we're living in historical times that people uh, 30, 40 years from now are going to look back and say, 
wow, this was the beginning of a revolution of, you know, the dismantling of institutionalized um, government, in a sense. Um, because I think that the blockchain has the potential to do that. So to see these governments um, grasping and grasping um, and saying that they're for, they're forming, you know, different types of um, committees, you know, I, I, I had a recent article, I can't remember where it came from, but um, I know that the chairman, the SEC chairman um, said that coming this fall, there will be a department that's being created, um, the crypto crypto department, crypto and digital assets something department um, here within you know the United States, um, and and it's just fascinating how they're trying to retain control at some level, at some level, um, and I just think that you know the same way we're trying to figure out the balance with. Um, corporations coming in and people having, you know, intellectual property rights and all that kind of stuff um, is the same balance and um, that we're looking at where governments play a role in here or do they play a role in here? To what extent do they play a role? Um, I'm, I kind of come from the mindset thinking that a limited role is okay um, for some people because I don't think the majority of you know mainstream population is going to really dig dig deep to find ways to protect themselves, um, and that's unfortunate. But and that's the that's the only way that I see um, any type of regulation playing a role is kind of trying to just set some standard, set a standard in a way, um, rather than you know knocking people upside the head with a bunch of regulation, what can be done and not be done and so forth. I don't know. I hope that made some kind of sense there. I agree. And Dred, if you would like to give us some feedback on that. I mean, I'm kind of going to tell you a little short story that's going to kind of put things in perspective on my end. I have a friend in, um, in the White House that works in cybersecurity. And... Uh, I have another friend in Web3 who got his wallet hacked recently. Now, everyone in Web3 knows how to deal with a hacker to a extent or what you should do with your wallet. However, my Web3 friend had connections to um, the White House. So he literally called the White House and talk to this uh, cybersecurity team. And I kid you not, they did not know what to do from left to right, how to find the guy, how to navigate the blockchain, how to even begin to search and help him get his money back or get control over his wallet. So when I look at it, in a bigger picture, if that team didn't know anything about the blockchain and we're, we have society rushing towards this new technology and the government knows something's there, it's, 
it's essentially going to come down to control. They don't need to know what to do right just yet, but as long as we can position ourselves to control everything ahead of time, we can make a bigger play later on. I mean, that's that's my whole perspective on everything right now. It's it's all about control. I mean, Yeah, it's a great point, Drid. I think that the biggest thing from what you just said, too, is that as a community, we really need to focus and make sure that we're setting the tone that the doing things with integrity and following the rules correctly and being mindful of everyone's assets and, and just what it, what people really are playing with is people's lives, ultimately. And we know that what you should do is one thing and protect yourself and make proper financial decisions and do your own research. But honestly, people are not patient enough to follow through on that in most times. And not that, and I think that's where the government feels that they need to always step in now, but they've also set that precedent as a community. We need to set that we should do our own research. We should slow down to speed up and, and find out how to be successful and not make those mistakes. I mean, it it's not uncommon that Everyone you talk to in Web3 has had some sort of experience that they lost money in some way or shape or form to some sort of scam. But that doesn't mean that they don't know what they're doing now because learning from those experiences and then telling others what happened is how we can best help each other to not have those things continue and also to get the, get rid of those people. It's also a fundamental lesson that I learned from that. They knew it better than you did. They knew it better than you. They knew your own product better than you did to where they went and exploited it and used it for something as far. That's what I learned. That's what they taught me. And we were watching that happen. And then the second thing I learned was it wasn't enough of us stepping up. And that's common right now, I feel, from the millennials down to Gen Z. Same problem here in our actual offices. There are not enough of us actually standing up to go search. I do believe that is a common issue, um, but who's really going to step up? That I mean, you gotta. We have a, a lot of great people in this in the space that have a voice, but essentially, yeah, it, it's like like uh, Renee said. Yeah, I, we're living in a. I do believe we're living in a time where history is being made is gonna end up as a revolution in my opinion as well this is probably the only time where i believe the um people can literally do something for themselves using the blockchain and the government knows that and that's that's just gonna be um a broad, broad topic. I mean, what? What? So, like, as citizens, we're forgetting our power, though. They they make the laws that we can write. We we're just not. People forget that being here, and if there's actual, you know, like a whole generation of people that haven't been taught this in full, not in full, not not how real it is. They don't know that they themselves, an individual American citizen, can go write 
these things to be introduced and eventually get turned into bills. Like they just forgot how the whole process works. So that's why I'm just sad when we're not reaching out to our local legislators. We're not reaching out to our local aldermen. We're not reaching out to people to ask for legislation changes as the creators and the inventors. And that's the part that's a little discouraging. And again, that's the second part that I learned from us getting around that curve of having to deal with all the thieves in the space. I think that, you know, um, I think that there are, you know, yeah, we need more people to stand up, speak up um, and share, you know, their experiences if something occurred. But I think that sometimes, you know, people feel um, embarrassed by it, um, but we have to make it OK for people to, you know, without judgment, because there are some people out there who I've heard. Um, I've been in some spaces where they will literally, you know, someone comes in to share about, well, you should have known and start the attack. And I don't think that's the way to go. It's really like, you know, empower people to share their experiences so we can all become aware of it. But at the same time, too, I think, you know, people are speaking up. It's just fragmented. It, rather than one centralized kind of like location or a kind of like go-to place or something like that that's would that's available i'm not familiar with any particular um space like you know on the blockchain or on web3 or something that can um where people go to provide this type of information or something and um it's just fragmented it's fragmented across all areas um that communities and, you know, people in the space are not talking with each other because it's like a, there's a competition in a sense, which I, I also don't understand this whole idea of a competition and where you're at and so forth and so on, because what's meant for you, I come from the idea of what's meant for you is meant for you and hey, nobody can take that from you. Um, you know, there's enough for everyone. Um, so I think that that plays a big part is the, the, the fragmentation of, um, where we're at right now. And that's why, at the same time, people who are um, taking advantage of others, um, it's so easy for them. I mean, literally, there's there are people who wake up in the morning to basically try to figure out how they're going to take your money. I mean, that's exactly what they're doing. Um, that's their whole intent, you know, for the full day, rather than, you know, empowering people. Um, which I also don't get because if you ha if you have the brains and the knowledge to do something like that, wouldn't you think that you can create something that could just bring you your own um, prosperity and abundance? So, um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I love that. And a great point. And I think that just takes us into our last little mini break here and moving into our last topic. And welcome, welcome. Yes, that is taking us on to the last 20 minutes segment of our show. But I think everything that everyone said is 100% valid. It's true. And we do. We need people like Microsoft to step up and say, hey, leave those guys alone. We do. But until Microsoft can get their product, until they can get solidified their position in this space, they don't have a pony in the game either. Stay tuned.
So, I've got a question. When we ask what works in Web3, have you as a business owner actually done the essential components for your project? I guess that's my follow-up question to what we were talking about recently. And the reason I ask this is because a lot of those projects who did have to deal with, with theft, they didn't even have the basic components answered. So can you tell us the details? Can you give us the blockchain? Can you give us the goals? Can you talk to us more about branding, your mission? Those things are what matter to the consumers who are speaking out right now in this space. They're telling us what they want because last time they didn't even get basic information, project information, docs are on docs. They didn't get basic consumer information to stay engaged or to stand up and fight for us later when we saw that it was such a problem in the space and we needed the support to help correct it. They didn't stand by us how we didn't stand by them. So right now as you're building and you are dealing with these new projects, again, I ask you to ask yourself those questions. What are the details? What blockchain are they on? What is their goals? What is Go into detail because before you spend a dime or your time, which is also considered an investment, you need to know what it is you're buying into. Because ideally, you always want to invest in yourself first. So, Last article of the day. You know, you guys know I love my crypto news better than anyone, right? You know how I am, okay? Cryptocurrencies, what's the latest news? What's, the, what's, what's going on? And recently, it has been the best of news, honestly, between the crypto flash and the regulations and then we have a whole country who decided to use bitcoin and it's struggling and having problems i just see problems and i guess maybe so does the department of justice so the department of justice dropped an announcement today and you can go to www.justice.gov and go read it yourself and again i'll make sure to have it on the medium article for you guys later but they are launching that nationwide network themselves so that they have accurate reporting on digital assets. Isn't that what the blockchain is for? Wow. It sounds like they're making the anti-thing of the thing. Curious. So I want to know what you would think 
about this as a whole, now knowing where the DOJ stands today, now knowing where Biden stands today, now knowing where we stand as citizens and users here in America, dealing with the issues we've been dealing with since March 3rd's announcement, what are your thoughts about the Department of Justice launching its own network for asset tracking? Yeah, it's, again, it's it's one of the things that was required, but it's also them, I think, also trying to definitely take a hold of the narrative on where things should go and what they say is going to be correct, and that's what we're going to go with. And I think that speaks directly to the previous conversation. Renee even brought it, brought it up as well, this particular announcement about the uh, the digital asset uh, digital asset coordinator network in particular is going to be utilized by law enforcement across the nation. And it was just launched today, like you mentioned. And w- well, what is included in that? What is given in that from what Drid just shared? How helpful are they actually going to be when they're potentially still learning what they're doing? So I feel like this is them just essentially creating a space for them to move around in, but then they're, they're going to figure it out on the fly kind of like most people that join the web three space. And I feel as a government, that's one of the, a poor decision. Number one, number two, I, I feel that as soon as they make some mistakes and no offense, um, but you know, they normally do make mistakes that it's going to be detrimental to what they're trying to do and might even push people further away from web three overall. And I feel that that speaks badly for what we're trying to do, but also it, it does kind of, remind me that maybe they are trying to slow down the the assimilation into the Web3 space for everybody, as opposed to just keeping it more of a niche thing, which would be unfortunate, but it seems that way to me almost. I mean, yeah, um, <laughs> there's no doubt about it. It's going to be some mistakes made. And I do believe that will, um, once the public sees that they're, they're making just as many mistakes as, uh, the common, uh, person in the community, I mean, yeah, it's, I do believe that's going to change a lot, um, I mean, it's, it's just interesting. It, it's, at the end of the day, it's still, like I said, it, it's regarding control. I mean, and it's up to the community to get control over this before they do. Right now, we clearly see that they don't have any control, but that's, that's the whole argument. Trying to dip into something that's new before uh, I guess you can say we um as the people liberated um for everyone I, it, it, it's, it's definitely an interesting times man I, I, it's, it's almost like a, a case every day and something happening every day it's very interesting where this will go, but um, uh, right now I'm just spectating and trying to pick pick the right side and help the right people. 
Yeah, that is definitely an interesting ch- take on that. Renee, did you read any more into that report and w- what we're speaking about? I thought it was very interesting how uh, widespread it seemed when they didn't have anything in place yet just yesterday. I wonder how well thought out what it is that they're doing is. Um, no, I didn't. Where's the article posted? Um, I actually saw it on, on Twitter. Um, it will definitely be in our medium. Um, I can, uh, I know what I'll do. I'll tag you in it on Twitter, I think, but it's, okay, like, cool. it's there. There's a few documents, but it's, it's actually the, the justice department announcement announces report on the digital assets and launches nationwide network. So like in a day, they just decide that they're going to put this into place. And then it outlines a number of things of why they chose it and then what their hopes are. But it doesn't mm-hmm. actually say like specifics per se. That's I think it's, it kind of lines up also with, um, you know, the, the, the chairman of the SEC um, announcing, you know, like publicly that a digital asset department is coming into play. <laughs> Excuse me. A digital asset department is coming into play this fall. So I think it's all beginning to kind of like just come together. Um, and I think what part of the process is, um, yeah, they're observing many people, you know, getting scammed and so forth and so on. Um, so, you know, you have to calm people's fears and you have to say, oh, we're doing something, you know, that's how I kind of see it. But at the same time, they don't, they don't even know what they're, what, you know, they're doing. They don't know what this is going to look like. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just so brand new. And it's also, I mean, there's so many dynamics. There's so many pieces that play into it. It's There's so many different pieces that are playing into this. This is why I believe it's like, a, I truly believe it's a historic time. Um, and, and a lot of us don't realize it because we're we're in it. We're living it. Um, but it's, it's, you know, you have what roles governments play in there. What role does the individual play, you know, um, building, using this type of technology? How does it affect, um, you know, the world as a whole? Um, You know, who should be setting standards? I mean, it's like brand new. It's a whole entire, you know, like the thing that just came up in my head. I don't know why, but it was like Star Trek, you know, New Frontier um, that that we're entering here. Um, and, And I think that it's, I think it was you who mentioned Craig, or um, it may have been, yeah, that there is a, there's kind of a, 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 the slowdown, like attempting to slow down the progression of it as well, um, while still trying to understand what is going on. Um, and I think that that's a major, major point, not only for our government, but worldwide in all governments. Um, because I think that where we're moving towards is a the having a world that is really decentralized, you know, in a way, and everything moving in that direction. Um, and you know, there's a certain um, certain grasp that's happening to try to hold on to what no longer works. But I feel that regardless, 
of how hard they try. People try, um, entities, people, corporations, all of them, um, individuals try to keep a grasp on power. It's a, it, you know, it already started. It already started. Um, it's just a matter of how quickly we get there. Um, but I think all things are going to be thrown to this, um, you know, fear tactics, empowerment tactics. I mean, everything is going to be thrown to this to try to hold on to systems that no longer work. And we're talking about, you know, financial systems because this is all connected to financial systems. And that is really an extremely powerful um, entity kind of like that is part of our world in every country that you go into, you know? So you're, you're basically disrupting, you're disrupting it. You are literally disrupting it. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's fearful for some people. I think it's just um, the nature of way things happen. And I think it's, it plays into other parts of our evolution as human beings and, you know, up us upping our consciousness and evolving into something completely different. You know, I think people are just tired of um, institutionalized systems and, and whether or not do they really play a role? Do they really play a role? And, you know, crypto is one of those places, Web3 is one of those places where um, it's going to it's be one of the leaders in transforming those systems that no longer work. I agree 100% with the sentiment. And I mean, it's sound. We can't argue the soundness and the logic. And that's where we know when it comes to this great meeting ground where we are right now, but before we fully go off into boldly where no man and woman has gone before. We have to ask ourselves how we're going to do that in cooperation together, because it does feel different to say, hey, everybody, I made this cake. Then the person takes the cake from you and gives you back three fourths of the cake. And then they tell you not to eat one third of it. It's like that. When dealing with blockchain tech, on, hey, we're going to make these regulations for you on the things that you're building, you're using. We're not using it, but you're using it. Well, we don't care about it, but we kind of care about it. No, you care. You care because it's disruptive. You care because you don't have control. You care because you can't figure out how to make money off of it. And you can't figure out how to make money off of that money. That's why you care. So, June 2022nd, keep this in your mind, is when this path started for us. This new path of, hey, we're going to regulate you. The DOJ in June, when they dropped that report on how to strengthen international law enforcement, cooperation for detecting, investigating, and prosecuting criminal activity related to the digital assets, led to them now creating the Digital Asset Coordinators Network. We did that. We did that by not being present. So that's why I'm saying popular Web3 networks like Ethereum, Solana, Polygon, Certain platforms like OpenSea, Coinbase, Ledger, MetaMask, these people need to be directly hands-on in that digital asset coordinator network. Why? Because they are monitoring your product. So why is it that you don't want to say anything? 
It makes the best sense for them to intercede or to be in cooperations together or collaborative efforts. It'd be even ideal for people from that chain to go volunteer over there, throw in some man hours, either throw in man hours and train these people up or throw in man hours every now and then, once a month, twice a month, and do an audit for a couple hours. Go through the blockchain, go look for criminal stuff because you know what you're reading. They don't. You're reading ancient Sumeria. They can't. So seeing as you are the only one who understands and reads the language and can interpret it because you understand both languages, then maybe it's time for some of us to step up out the space and into the light and be those pillars in the community. The real community. The one that we made. And speaking of communities, did you guys know there's a lot of decentralized social communities, which is also like my mind-blowing, right? We don't have to keep using Twitter. We don't have to keep going on Instagram. We don't have to keep going on any of these regular platforms to help solve these problems or to create a call to action. We get to use our actual own products for this. Deso being one of those chains. You guys know I'm a big Deso chain user. My entire project is on Deso. That's why. Because it literally means decentralized social. Decentralized social. Decentralized social. I can't say Discord is that. I cannot say Twitter is that. I can say that about Deso. When people find out about Diamond App and the Deso blockchain, they're like, wait, this is sitting here and it's 100% decentralized and all of the creators have 100% control. So what's going on over there? Yeah, we wonder the same thing. Because when we see products and companies like Deso rise up, and they are their own ecosystem. We're wondering, is Ethereum just in it for the money? Or is Ethereum going to be in it to set the standard for real? Because if you have heard any outcry from your communities, if you've heard any feedback from your communities, Solana Cardano, if you've heard any feedback, then you know what your community is saying it's needing right now to not only to continue to support but so that that chain can also thrive i hate to say it but the bigger they are the harder they fall i also hate to say that some people think that they are too large to be slain we all learned that lesson with luna so why are you out here going around this week going on all the different blockchains and in and out of the different communities and projects that you support, I want you to remember those questions I asked. Think about those details. What are their goals? Are they here to help build up the Web3 community as a whole, or are they in it for themselves? And if that's the case, you participating in that blockchain community or product, is that really you investing in you? Or is that you continuously investing into an oppressive system that is not designed and controlled by you? I yield the floor. And I thank you all for coming today, listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Fire Army. That's Fire underscore Army, F-Y-R-E underscore Army on Twitter. And I want to hear a few of you guys give some feedback while we're closing out. I just want to say thank you for holding this space and um, that, you know, these are the conversations that we need to continue to have, you know, and put it out there, put it out there, be unafraid. 
um, have bold conversations that may get sometimes a little bit heated. And I think that's what sometimes um, people um, get a little scared of, don't want to deal with and so forth and so on, because, you know, everyone, um, not let me not say everyone, but some people consider themselves to be an expert, but I don't believe that you can call yourself an expert in this particular um, field as of yet because it's so brand new and there's so many things that are changing on a daily basis. Um, but I think this is exactly what is needed. And I think that rather than waiting for um, others to come together to go ahead and form communities that um, respond to these type of questions and conversations that are being had, I think each person as an individual has the very same power to put the conversation out there in whatever space that we are interacting with. Um, I think it's a responsibility that comes along with creating um, in this new environment that each of us as participants in the, in the, in the technology um, also be responsible and speak up. Thank you for having it and appreciate everyone's insight. Thank you very much for that, Ra. And make sure you follow Renee, give him some support too. And thank you so much. Dridius, Najani, Nathan, we thank you as well for listening. Dridius, did you have any feedback as for closing remark? Um, I just wanted to say, yeah, uh, Dessa was a, a fascinating um, chain. And I really don't understand why people haven't caught on about it. But then again, like uh, Renee said, this is relatively new. We're still in a new space. But it does beg the question, if they can open a decentralized social media and keep, keep it for the people, what is the other blockchain projects doing? Like, especially Ethereum. So that's just my closing remarks. You know. Thank you for this space. Yes, Thank yeah. you for asking the difficult questions that need to be uh, asked. Thank awesome. you. Thank you very much. Yeah, Craig, go ahead. Thanks, Dred. Thanks, Jade. Um, just real quick, uh, we got the link up there for the next room. Our, our next chat will be on Monday at noon, and we'd love for you all to join, and, and we appreciate you all spending the time here with us. And we really do appreciate the contributions to the talking and, and we'll have more talking points regarding the topic we have up there. So we hope to see you all on Monday. Thanks, Jade. Thank you. Thank you. You're more than welcome. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we will see you in the clubhouse. This is Jade signing off from the Fire Army. Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you.